Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hey. Hey, you. If you're listening to this and don't want to hear expletives, you probably shouldn't listen to it. It's going to get interesting. Hi, this is Zach from Major Spoilers and Zach on Film, and you're listening to Geek.io, where you put geek in and get geek out. Welcome, brave adventurer, to the Mana Pool. Join our Dungeon Master, CJ, as he guides his group through the enchanted pages of the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Our intrepid noobs, Andy, Dale, Jared, and Raul, are unproven in combat and ignorant of the dangers ahead. They think they're ready for an adventure, but can they handle the Princes of the Apocalypse? You are hearing a live playthrough from Princes of the Apocalypse, a campaign from the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition from Wizards of the Coast. All mathematical errors default blame to CJ Boat and do not reflect the Wizards of the Coast, the rest of the Geekio Media Network, its managers, producers, hosts, their families, or affiliates. Well, that finally went through normal. Hi, everybody. This is the Manipool, episode number six, and or the Geek.io show, episode number 119, whichever you want to call it. I'm CJ. And I am Jared. Or you could call me Dracu Bloodfang, because everything has two names and numbers today. Wait. <gasps> See how that works? Yes. Roll. Unmute yourself. Oh. Come on, Fireboy. Come on, Fireboy. You're <laughs> so fiery. I'm, I'm the soon to be. I'm Raul, the soon to uh, be the sea sabata. Raul and started I'm... the fire. Did. But Did. I'm Did. Andy, playing Dahlgren Brightpath. <laughs> and I'm Dale, playing Devdeck, or as my friends better know me as Captain Sparkle Pants. Oh, the one guy who called you that in the real world is now dead! Oh, wait, shit, I wasn't going <laughs> to Oh, sorry, too soon, too um, soon. I wasn't going to say anything, uh, but just as a reminder, <laughs> Manipool is brought to you so- solely by our Patreon over patreon.com slash geek.io. If you want this to be more of a permanent weekly show, let us know. Help us get to that small little thing, that little itty-bitty bit of a thing. Um, a little thing. <laughs> That's what she said? <laughs> Um, all right so um i'm not gonna go into what happened last time i'm still a little salty about it um but uh tune in next time we'll go over exactly what happened in uh chapter one of princes of the apocalypse but what we're doing this time around is we're not necessarily doing a we're not doing action this time around we are actually going to we leveled up last encounter Yay, everybody got to level three. Congratulations. We didn't die! Woo! Well, most of us didn't. Sorry, man. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's your job. <laughs> we were um, mostly unscathed. So, oh. as I yeah, said, we're going to do like... a uh, level up show because most classes get stuff at level three to do. 
and uh, kind of starts determining what you're going to do with your characters going forward. So, before we do any of that, uh, like I said, at level 1 and 2, we all got max hit points. However, that oh, changes oh. at level 3. So, um, since we, unless you guys have roll 20 loaded up and you're ready to roll a, a hit die for it, just go over to random.org. No, no, no. I think uh, everyone's all have, Yeah, everyone's all Oh, in. except for me. Yeah, we're, we're here. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. Let me log in, then. Well, there, Dungeon Master. I wasn't going to yeah. log in. <laughs> well, nobody told us not to log in, so... Well, we're doing die rolls. Yeah, and... <laughs> I mean, I, I guess what I, could, we were doing. I could pick up the camera and point it down at the table as I roll a dice, which would also work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we can also do this. But, you know, we have the technology. I could uh, get into my drawer here and uh, get my... Uh, Light up D twenty. I can get my uh, light up D ten for you yeah. guys. Or I can get my those light up D twenties. Those light up D twenties. I don't think are weighted correctly. I don't. I, honestly, I, I, I'm starting to think not either because um, I played with it last. I rolled weekend. a lot of crits with that dice. Me too. Um, I was. I'm the dungeon master of my other game, and um, I'm rolling exceptionally well last game. And, I mean, as DM, I tend to roll well. As player, not so much. As DM, I typically roll between 16 and 20. As player, about 6 to 10. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm starting to think that this, you're right, that this is not weighted correctly. Um, Yeah. Because it was cool, because when we were playing a game, it was like... Uh, the game started out as eight players, went down to six, but had two GMs, and it was like a massive group that we were getting together. And so it would be cool from across the room, the GMs could see, you know, the dice flashing, and that was cool, but yeah. I was yeah. like, this seems like it's rolling a lot of 20s. I, I, I like this because, and I think then if, I, if I'm if i going to come to the, now that I'm feeling it, yeah, it's a lot heavier on one side. Um and I didn't mean to do that, my Rachel, when you listen to this. Um, but I like it because of my eyes. I uh, I have a real – I'm 70% blind. Um, I I can see the numbers, which is nice. Um, oh, yeah, no. I mean, but any bigger diet would allow you to do yeah, that so too. Yeah, so I'm going to end up just having to buy a thing of uh, – at, at my uh, local comic book shop, there's a set of pretty good-sized um, – they also have their ridiculous, like, palm-sized dice. Oh, yes. Which would break the my giant glasses. The giant foam ones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I want a giant foam one. Like, hold up. No, oh, yeah, they have the, giant, like they they have have the foam one, but they, have the, they actually have, like, hard ones that are the size of your fist. Cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> that sounds dangerous. So it's like a giant tube of... Giant, you know, novelty D four, which yeah. is the only D four you can step on without hurting yourself. God, yes, you know it's, it's like squishy Legos. one. All right, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now that I'm logged into D twenty, that provided some uh, that roll twenty that actually provided enough time for us to get over to here. All right, so we're gonna go up with um, last in, first out. Raul, roll me your hit die. <sighs> oh. So that's D D whatever. Uh, I'm assuming that's D six for a wizard. Yes. So you add. You uh, so D six two plus your constitution your... modifier. Oh, he gets a two. What is your constitution? 
my constitution is Might be neg one. <laughs> is plus three ability modif is thirteen ability modifier okay, plus so one and then racial modifier plus two. Racist. So, so I think that this thing is calculating racial modifiers wrong. Because that should just increase his constitution by two, not add Which, two to his rolls. But no, that increases... No, 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 What it's doing is it's increasing it from plus one to plus two because it is bringing him up that one. It's adding two to his score, which increases it from plus one to plus two. If it was adding two to the rolls, it would go from plus one to plus three. Okay. Uh, so, so in other words, he gets four hit points then? Yes. Yes. No, no, because his constitution is thirteen. But with the racial, with ra- with racial bonus, it's so 15. that means you just raise his constitution. It's not a racial modifier at that point anymore. At least as far as I've read, that his constitution just starts early. Let's worry about this next show. But two, so you you get plus two then. So so it'll be D. So yeah, four hit points. That's good. Or, you know, three or better would have been nice. <laughs> Just makes my job but, easier. But, you know, we'll take it. All right. Next All right. up, um, Driku, because you're the next on, from the right. On my From list. the right. From the right. right. I believe you're so D8. It's a D8 plus my constitution modifier? Or do I yes. Get that? yes. Okay, so that's a D8 plus one. Here we go. Oh, five. Better than better than average. That's very Six good. Total, yes. Six total, yes. Um, by the way, um, according to Stack Exchange, so take it as you will, um, racial modifiers do in 5E increase the na- – for all rule sets and for intents and purposes, increase the natural bonus. So would his ability score uh. becomes a 15. With the ratio, right? Two. That, that's what I was saying. So it's fifteen, which is calculated because the way we're doing it now, that's how Dale got his bonus hit points, because no, it was didn't. added to the bonus, not the ability score. No, so I just had a random. No, there was a random plus two in the additional so eight hit points thing right below the level. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but no additional reason. <laughs> no, that's why he had two additional hit that. points. Is because there was a two there. <laughs> I don't know okay, so Driku, good, good roll with your right. six. Next up, Dabdak. Thank you. Alrighty, I've got 1d10 plus constitutional bonus. Yep, so yes. you're going to be plus two as well. Do I add the <laughs> constitutional <one>? bonus? <laughs> yes. um, is that how you well you can... <laughs> you don't have to. Once you put that number into right the uh, character sheet, it's going to automatically take your plus two. Okay, so, so I do 1d10 plus a 1d10. Or do I do a 1d10 plus Just 1? Just do the 1d10. That's the ability mode. Okay. Just do okay. the 1d10. Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, 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 Okay. Yeah, but see, that and the ability modifier is plus 1, though. Plus 2. Not including the racial modifier. Okay. Because okay. the racial modifier. So you're going to get a total of ah. 5 hit points. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Dogren. <laughs> um, 
So let, give me a second here. That will be D10 plus two is my bonus. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, less All than right. half makes me sad. Less than half makes me sad. So does the ranger have more health than you do? No. Andy rolled one better than him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have 30 hit points. I have 29. There we go. Yeah. It got fixed. It was that random okay. additional plus two that was there. It was How not the ability modifier. It was probably me when I made the character putting a two in there. Gotcha. All right. So in a pinch, we can use the ranger as a meat shield, right? <laughs> Well, yeah. We call it sure. DM favoritism, so there's that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I rolled a four. Man, right. I was hoping for at least a five. Twenty-nine's so, okay for hit points, though. It's okay. That uh, that that is our HP for the turn for the uh, next level. Um, level four is going to be a little bit further away than three. Um, obviously, as for you new players and people following at home at home. Uh, the higher the level you get, the more further and further you get. It only took 900 experience points to get to this point, um, which technically you and guys now got need in to the double middle. That. Yeah, exactly. Which technically you guys got in the middle of the last dungeon, if I was calculating experience. But like I said before, I don't like doing that um, because I don't like doing level ups in the middle of a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, um, that's kind of weird. It is. So I typically, if I if I note the fact that you guys are going to be leveling up, it'll happen at the end of the dungeon, um, which is what happened in this case. Um, I think when you guys fought uh, the Zombears, when you guys leveled up, technically. Um, well, the Zombears and the Zomlady. The uh, parents of the little girl? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there were Zombies. The father's felt it appropriate to dress up as a bear. <laughs> We just steamed over that like revelation that they were like. Yeah, you guys are just like yeah, sure, whatever. They were zombies. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing we could do about it. We, uh, found it we put them to peace. That there was a zombie dressed as a lady and a, a bear zombie. We found it weird. Yeah, we uh, we perform last rites. That's I mean what I don't know what else we can do. <laughs> and a constitutional bonus to say that you know. <laughs> I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so, um, two of our characters got a bunch of stuff because they didn't yes. get extra spell slots. Um, I'm going to have to work out something for Raul. Um, no, he got a stick. He's fine. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> a stick. It's a magic stick, but it's a stick nonetheless. It is indeed a magic stick, but it is still just a stick. Uh, a is stick it that shoots the same way missiles. as the spell? Yes, it is literally you casting the spell without using a... Uh... Okay, so um, leveling up, I gave Raul, um, since he was the only magic person, but you don't have to attune to magic items in 5th edition, apparently. So this doesn't really matter. Oh. You could give it to Andy for all, all that matters. Um, mm. He got a Wand of Magic Missile at the end of the last fight, which basically has seven charges in it. Um, no, you don't need to attune. You don't need Arcane. Huh. You no, could, I thought you needed to have no. the spell. Raul, or, oh, okay. Dale could have it. <laughs> um, so what that is is basically it has seven charges. Um, each of those charges counts as a level of magic missile. 
Um, Raul has looked up what each level does, so I'm up, it's up to him to figure that out and keep track of the charges. Um, after it uses its seventh charge, it becomes um, not usable. At after a long or at the uh, break a daybreak of every day, it gains one d six plus one charges back. Um, and I think if you roll a nat one on that, it has a chance of breaking. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I will have to check up on that. Um, yeah. The site. But as I soon had, as he tries to use it. Oh wait a second! But how could he roll a one? He doesn't roll the hit. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. No, the one d six. He rolls one d six for it. Ah, okay. Okay. That's oh, when you're recharging things. Okay, yes. yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's me just going with memory, and that's not going to be canon until I can figure out if okay. that's the case. Um, if you'll I figure lo- you'll out, look it up. Yeah, if that's the case, I will let you know. In the meantime. Basically, uh, just don't let it go to zero charges. That's what we're going to stick okay. with right now. When, um, um, I might have it just house-ruled if I can't figure out anything. If it goes to zero charges, it just becomes a normal wand. What, what I saw, is it 1d6 or 1d4? 1d6 plus... No, recharge is 1d6 plus 1. The magic spell that oh. it casts is just your normal magic missile, which is 1d4 plus 1. Oh, Okay. Um, per missile. So level 1 charge will be your level 1, which is 3 magic missiles. Uh, level 2 is 4. Level 3 is 5. And blah, 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 blah. Okay. So right now I can blast 5. Uh, okay. Technically, right now you could launch 9 magic missiles without using a thing. That's a lot. Um, yes. So, I mean, you could literally just on a boss fight be like, alright, I'm going to use I'm going to unlock and just machine gun because it's an auto hit. <laughs> but it does take one action, so I, I can only do it once a turn. Yeah, but no, you can. But you can unleash a level six ma- magic missile. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh, you could be without uh, risking damaging the wands because he said it has seven charges and don't let it get to zero. Yeah. So I, in an emergency, you can let it get to zero. But other than that, like. Conserve them. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, I could run through all six in one turn. Yeah, okay. absolutely. You're at that point casting a level six spell. So yeah, um, that's what you got for nice. leveling up because you don't because you learn your spells through a spell book. Um, Yay! Yeah. Spontaneously catch fire soon, right? Yes. Wow. Uh, strangely enough, for any for some reason, I I won't understand why all of your spell books that touch your hands will catch fire. Oh, <laughs> oh darn so these really things being made out of paper. Paper. Why must papyrus burn so well? You ever seen paper? <laughs> oh, Rahul, you get you get a you get a uh, a magic book falls from the heavens. It has a level twenty five. Oh. Oh, that's <laughs> oh. No, come on, he can hire someone to turn pages for him. He's going I'll give you one gold to hold this book for me. <laughs> yeah, it's an additional three gold to turn a page, right? Capitalism. Um, all right, exactly. <laughs> we'll talk um, about it later. Jazz got some uh, got some spells going on. He actually has some level two spells that he can use now. Jazz, why don't you tell us what spells you now have? I have some spells and some other spells. 
I'm gonna stop. Okay, I don't have my spreadsheet open. <laughs> All right, so I added shatter. Level two spell shatter. What does shatter show. do? Let me pull up the description real quick so I get it right. It makes things shatter. Probably. It, it probably <laughs> does just make things shatter. Yeah. Great. Not very. Uh, it's a like sudden loud ringing noise. Painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save. Three. Or, yeah, you heard that right. Or half as much damage on a successful one. Oh! Nice. A creature so made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has the disadvantage on a saving throw. Oh! oh. So they get to roll nice. twice and take the worst of the two dice. Which Ouch. <laughs> That's no good. There you but go, I guess it makes... Cleric of Bahamut. <laughs> now we're talking about He Bahamut makes a spells. loud noise. In your Non-magical head. object. Well, basically, I like make thunder next to your face. Yes. <laughs> as you do. Like you do. A non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes damage if it's in the spells area. Oh, Dang. so you could break doors with it, too. Nice. As long as the doors are not magic. Indeed. Oh, All doors yeah. are magic. Noted. I'm just kidding. I also received... Fog Cloud. You create a 20-foot radius sphere of fog. Centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners, and its area is heavily obscured. Did I get dropped? Okay. No, no you just nope. got really quiet. We're listening. Okay. Oh, we're listening. We're listening. I was, <laughs> well, there was still like a, a white noise sound that, was, that I oh, was hearing okay. before, and it was not there anymore. It lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. Curse this wind! If we stopped at the Taco Bell. Oh, that wind. Was, I was defeated by a breeze! No! There, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so way Jazz doesn't think. There that. we go. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. I, I'll trust it next time. And then, uh, coincidentally, Gust of Wind. Basically, uh, <laughs> makes it clear fog and uh, a strong wind, sixty feet long and ten feet wide, pushes everyone back. Pushes everyone back fifteen feet. Wow! Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Must so that could be handy for me to get out of here. Boom! And then, <laughs> is that from you your wings? The other way. <laughs> Did you have? Do you have wings, Jez? I don't know. I didn't. Do think you want I did, wings? Sure. You're wings a dragonborn. You can have wings. They may not be fully cool. functional, but they do have wings. It disperses gas and vapor. It can extinguish candles, torches, and similar I literally just picked what I found out what you picked that for. Because oh crap, he set something yeah. on fire again. <laughs> yeah. Gust of wind. Yeah, we've got a we've got a trigger happy fire guy over here. <laughs> Well, we have a fire genasi who's a fire wizard. What did you think was going to happen? He likes fire. I'm so surprised he did not pick, uh, you know, conj- or, uh, evocation as his uh, school of magic. Because it just it seems like he would have picked evocation. 
Oh man, wasn't one of my options, but it's okay. Hmm. Well, you know. no, 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 not you, Raul, because oh, he's like Raul. abjuration or something, which is a school of magic. But evocation is the like boom, like oh, school yeah. of magic. The Fireball, school? lightning so bolt, change the burn school. Change that, that, change it, Raul, change it. Hey, um, he might want to. He might want to be It just changed. Magic and my other oh, level oh, one spell. Oh, if you anyone's interested. Okay, what's your level one spell? My other level one spell was uh, purify food and drink, which okay. does oh, nice. exactly does exactly what it says it does. So, so oh, we can eat cheap. zombies now. Yes. You just got um, yeah, I you guess. You can yeah. feel free to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yeah. I will probably as long as they're non-magical. No, uh, zombies are magical. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Damn. Sorry. Necromancy. It's still a magic. Um, yes. Necromancy. TM. It's disease. still a magic. <laughs> TM. <laughs> um, Copyright. Alright, so anything else? That's it. That's all the nifty new things I got. And I can now cast four level ones a day and two level twos, which is exciting. Oh, nice. Level twos. I can't it feels do like Christmas today. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like we're unwrapping all of our presents. And I chose Gust of Wind because it was my domain spell. But. Ah, oh, okay. okay. But maybe to put me and, out. And but also to, to put out fire. <laughs> just in case. Uh, players playing each other. Fantastic. I, I, I wonder what Dale picked. Because he's, he's also... He's, he's a Winja Nazi, so... You never know. Why do alt codes not... Do alt codes not work on... Google documents? Codes? Alt codes. That's know. weird. And I didn't have the ability to choose that gust Or it just could be my keyboard being dumb. Oh, so you, you have an ability that enhances flame? <laughs> sure. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Alright, so um, I'm purposely leaving Yandy for the last because of the information he has given me. So, Dale, what happened at your level 3? I got a lot of things. While we're still actually... You know, I'm going to kind of mix this around. I, too, have now the ability to cast spells. One is Gust of Wind, one is Extinguish Flame. (laughs) (laughs) No, so yes, I in can fifth edition from... folks, rangers can cast spells. And yeah. what is uh, they look, they've always been able to be just very lesser, like they're way behind wizards and stuff. But oh, I yeah. think they've been able okay. to not. I thought it was cleric spells. Is it cleric ranger spells? Spell. Ranger yeah, spells. I think they have. Oh, their own specifically ranger spells in this one. Oh, nice. That's but new, they then. they do have some crossover, like they have. Yeah. They could be ranger and whatever, so you know they they do have some sort of crossover. But I think they, um, I think for the most part they a... share a uh, spell uh, spell pool with druids and nature mm. clerics in this one. Nature clerics as well. Yeah. Um, I can't have any cantrips though, so that's still can't have any of I that just for just for clarification. So just that sucks. But anyway, Yay, secondary spell. Um, by the way, how many? It doesn't say anywhere in here. I had that question. How many spells can I cast a day? One is. How many? One, 
two. On the left-hand side of your spellcasting page, there will be a spells per day. Uh, At level... Three, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah level yeah, three, three, you can do three first-level spells. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I just found it just then. Just then. Um, so the three spells I chose... Where are the descriptions? My first one is Hail of Thorns. It is a ranged weapon within five feet of the target. Um, and it is a 1d10 pierce damage with half deck save. Wow. Okay. So. It's not it's, bad. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Again, I have a limited selection of what I can what's actually... Your, uh, what's the range on that again? Five feet? Five feet. Okay, so it can only hit one enemy. Okay. It can only hit one enemy, which we'll get to that in a sec. Um, my second spell is Speak with Animals. Let me me to that won't let you speak with animals. Yes! So next time there's a but bear in a cage, ten... you can talk to it? Yes, but only for ten minutes. <laughs> only for ten minutes. <laughs> only for ten minutes. You, make the, you become best cars. friends with the bear in ten minutes, and at minute eleven, you want to maul your face again. <laughs> I can translate for the bear. It's like pushing daisies. <laughs> You can talk exactly. to dead people, but exactly. only for one minute. <laughs> uh, ten minutes. Ten tick, minutes. tick, 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 tick. Oh, yeah, you get an extra nine minutes. That's nice. You can set the timer. <laughs> nine it's minutes. It's because they're alive, yeah, well. not dead. You can, you can do a lot in yeah, nine minutes. But anyway. God, this is a good show. Me too. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. Watch that movie again. Yeah. Movie? Um, my third one is... Oh, TV show, rather. Sorry. <laughs> My third one is Cure Wounds! Yay! Yay! I don't have to be the only one anymore. I saw that in there. I was totally also casting Cure Wounds. I just ran out of spells. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that would be handy to have, of course, you know, more people to... You you were correct. I thought that was the smartest move I've made. When you could take a chance to get something like that and not have it be a punishment against you, like multi-classing in the cleric or something, um, then it, it's a good idea to get it. Yeah. Multi-classing, I've never been. Yeah, I saw. Of. I saw that pop up in the list of. How many did I have to choose from? Not that much. I think I only had to choose with eight or something. Yeah. Yeah, paladin and ranger are probably pretty similar in that you get to choose a subset eight, of, the, nine, of the list. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, 14 spells. But oh, some of them were really some of them were really obnoxious though. I mean, I could have chosen the the, the fog one as well. I chose not to. I could we have chosen to covered. jump. I could have chose to jump. That would have that would have been handy. And well, just to be clear, we didn't have any uh, conversation before like what skills no. we were picking. Not at all. Not so at we, all. we didn't fix any of this to like complement each other. We just well, the problem is, is, I like you could certainly learn spells specifically, but I don't know that in character there is a way for like Driku and Dahlgren to actually know that because, as far as we're concerned, these are spells bestowed upon us by our god. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like we don't yeah. actually choose them. So and I, I mean, we do, I, you know, our players choose them, but it, like in character, I'm not sure how the two characters would sit down. I mean, you could see the stuff that we have done and learn a specific spell, but yeah. that's 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to determine that. It's yeah, pretty we, much we character knowledge and player, and, uh, player knowledge at the same time. Yes, very much so, yeah. Yeah, and it is based off character knowledge because you know, classes like mine, we can't go and learn spells from a book. We kind of get them put True. upon us, if that if that makes sense. If I will ever find a book or a scroll that has a spell. Or isn't made out of paper, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> apart from that, that was one of the most nifty things too, was the, the ability to cast spells. That came up and I went, ooh! Yeah, I'm honestly so, not sure was... where the, the pool comes from. I'm going to guess it's kind of like a druid's, where you just become yeah, it's, so it's, in it's very It's like a nature... Yeah, it's it's cleric cleric and druid nature spells essentially. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Perfect. take it as kind of like how a druid gains their magic and just you become so in touch with nature that you just start gaining um, the yeah. ability to. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, right. did you choose your archetype? Uh, Dale? Um, hint, you did. Sure, why not? Um. He, what? The the hunter oh, yeah, thing? Yeah, the hunter thing, yes. I was getting yeah. to that. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes, I'm a, I'm a hunter archetype. Thanks for spoiling. Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> it's not like we have a chat that we can talk to each other. No, right? not at all. Slackers. Yeah, well. Yeah. Slackers, right. Um, so there's that. I don't... I, the description doesn't say anything too much on that front. Which did you pick? You didn't really um, say. Hunter. I he did, did pick Hunter. Because he was discussing the abilities of Hunter I know earlier. that. They don't yes. know that. That's true. Yeah, I said I said Hunter <laughs> before. Um, my fighting style that I, that I went with at Ranger level 2 is Archery. Plus 2. Um... Uh, it gains a plus two uh, bonus to attack rolls with ranged weapons. So my lovingly longbow that I love so much and take to bed with me every night is now a plus seven instead of a plus five. Wow. Nice. So that is... So please huge. roll above a ten and you'll probably hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yes. the problem. Is you still have to not roll a two or a four. Which, like well, I know. It's less embarrassing that way because if I do roll a two, then it bumps it up to at least a nine. So which misses everything. Ten is not... ten is like I'm you're not... wearing not you like I'm bare chested and not a barbarian. I'm that is a ten armor class. <laughs> ten armor class, but still, it makes it more more probable, which is what I was going yes, for. There, it was like very much so. at least I I, I find yeah, it. We... Really interesting that CJ is really quiet. He's taking battle notes on how he's going he to make taking the next. Notes. No, I'm how, how he's going to design stuff. the I'm, next. I'm uh, designing other. I'm designing the next encounter. Yeah. So uh, next up, uh, I um. Immune to fire. Primeval awareness. The next one that I have. Um. For one minute per level of spell slot expanded since. Whether creatures are present within one mile. What does that Whoa. Mean? I'm just reading as it says. Anyway. Alright, so read that um, again. 
As an action, expand one ranger spell slot to focus your awareness on the region around you. For one minute per level of spell slot expanded, sense whether creatures are present within one mile or six okay. miles in favored terrain. Um, okay, so what that is basically, you're going to choose a favored terrain. Choose your favored terrain. You could be forest, caves, whatever you want. Forest, I think. Forest? Okay. So Grassland, a... sorry. Grassland. Grassland, right. okay. So what that basically Grassland. is, is you take one of your spells, you quote-unquote cast a spell, which allows you to basically gain daredevil sense of anything around ah. you. A mile okay. with with you not being in your area, with the, with you not being in your favorite area, six miles if you are. Basically, you just yeah. become so in tune with nature, you can pick out where things are. It allows you to track yeah. your prey. Basically, you do become Daredevil for a, a minute. Right. And my fa- I got to cho- choose my favorite creatures, because that's fun. Or your yeah, least favorite. My favorite enemy, sorry. My <laughs> least favorite. favorite yeah, favorite enemy, if that makes sense. Um, and I chose undead in that sense. Wow. Favorite ever- enemies. I approve. Um, my, my hunter ranger features... Um... Hunter's prey is Horde Breaker. Yeah. Okay. Which I approve of I that did, one. I did. I did decide to go that, despite CJ's making notes of putting not putting two enemies beside <laughs> each other. But probability says that that's going to happen regardless. But anyway, especially considering your so, cleric just took an ability to move things around the board the way that he wanted to. Ah, see, there you go. Um, just to just to read out what that what that does is. Once on each of your turns, you can make a weapon attack. So say, for example, yeah, with a kind of, you know, a longbow, for example. Uh, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature as long as they're within five feet of the original target and within the range of your weapon. So in other words, if there are two guys standing next to each other on the map, you can shoot them both. Yes. Correct. And Which as is long cool. as they are... It is cool, and it has to be within range of my weapon, so I don't have to be there either if I'm shooting from a distance. Yes, that sounds that sounds like a good. Uh, yes, we we have faced many enemies, so yes, that sounds definitely like a good. Yeah, thing. and it, and my range is 150 on the on the longbow, so yes, you know. <laughs> so we're good. That out there, easily across the map. <laughs> yeah, so... 150. I think yeah, that sounds good. I think we can yeah, do something sounds, with that. That sounds pretty. Sounds pretty good. Um, with the, I, I'm all over the map. Sorry, I'm trying to read upwards. Back fine. to the favorite terrain. Yeah. Okay. Back to the favorite terrain for a second. Um, when making an intelligent or wisdom check related to the favored, I was going to say flavored, favored terrain. Your proficiency bonus is doubled if you're using a skill that you're proficient in. Oh, so if you're in grasslands, you're very good at the things you do. Yes, pretty much. Okay. While traveling for an hour or more in the favored terrain, I gain the following benefits. Different terrain doesn't slow down your group's travel. Wow. Your group... I don't know. Well, you know. 
I don't know how that would work. Any, I don't know how it would slow down groups' travel. But anyway, your if group for example, can't become. You go from grasslands to tundra. Tundra is going to slow you down. Or or grasslands to cavelands, for for example, that, that as well. <laughs> well, you yeah, cavelands. Cavelands. <laughs> cavelands, where the goblins dwell. Your group doesn't become lost by magical means? I cannot cast a spell at you and make you forget your where you're at. Yes. Yes. We'll do that by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you can set me on. Actually, you can set me on. Never mind. Um, <laughs> even when you're engaged in another activity while traveling, you remain alert to danger. Okay. If you're traveling alone, <laughs> you can move more stealthily at a normal pace. Ooh. This is also helpful. That is also helpful. As long as it's just you, because the rest of us are loud as hell. So, um, <laughs> if you're quiet, scouting ahead, quiet, that'll be useful. <laughs> When you for when you forage, you find twice as much food as you normally would. So I get find twice as much food in grasslands than I would anywhere else. If your DM cared enough to uh, take keep track of that whole thing, which I really don't. Well, <laughs> when you really don't. While tracking other creatures, you learn their exact number, sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area. There you go. Nice. That's helpful. Gonna be um, so many burns or grasslands down. Yeah, that wasn't well. That didn't, I didn't think that out, did I? Yeah, did oh that. man! Quite I said late. I was sorry. Uh, it was either grasslands or forest. Was my was my short list, but both burn forest. Well. I don't know. Grasslands forest does burn better, so that's why I went with grassland. Um. Anyway. Uh, the enemies, the undead enemies, gives me an advantage on wisdom checks to favored enemy and intelligent checks to recall information about them. So whenever we're facing a an undead enemy, I can use a wisdom check to basically track the enemy and an intelligent check to recall information about the enemy. Okay. So uh, I'm just trying to. See if I've got anything else. I don't think I do. Hunted up hunter? Um it doesn't say anything in the descriptions here about Hunter itself. Just the uh, it says that the fact that I am a hunter and my first thing is Hunter's Prey, which is the horde breaker. Okay. Yes. So that's that's what it says on the description here, unless there is something that's in like, nope, the book or something much... that I'm in session. Alright, Dale became uh, a completely the new prime character. <laughs> now, um, exactly. without going into any deep thought about this, why would your character do this? Um, well, see, my character has always been fond of protecting and caring uh, for people beneath him and he's always been kind of aiming to become like a an archer all, all his life kind of thing so this is just the perfect opportunity to become more 
proficient in that. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, no. Um, uh, as as a Wendron, way... that kind of goes right up your alley. You know, um, you know, you, yeah. you practice all your life with a bow. It's just natural that you continue that path. Continue that path. Um, but, and also, that is that is the way that the the family has protected people and hunt. They've always hunted with food, for food and and resources with with arrows as well. So it's kind of following within family footsteps as well so that's why that's why the character would follow in that direction to kind of bring you know follow on the family's kind of reputation if that makes sense yeah absolutely um in saying in saying that um it's nervous that you know he's going to bring shame to the family if he doesn't perform well in the upcoming upcoming fights and performs badly as kind of going down the archer archer road if that makes sense no absolutely so yes uh, but that was my, that was that was the thinking behind it anyway okay no because that's why I it is that question kind of, yeah it kind of get now really being shoehorned not shoehorned into a particular Path, but it kind of is becoming more, more specialized. Yeah. Um, than anything else. Yeah, and I totally didn't do that because you're super quiet about how your character acts. So, um, hey, Dave, yeah. start <laughs> RPing more. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um. All right. Now, uh, anything else on your character? Um. No, that's about it. That's all all right. right, Andy. Everything I get. Dun, 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 dun. So I am a. I I thought before last session that I was going on a different path, but uh, Bahamut spoke to Dahlgren and told him he spent a lot of time in the temple after the death of our companion Wizard, and uh, he has sacrificed some of his own purity and divinity to make sure he can be an effective hand of Bahamut's wrath dog, at this point. Bah- Bahamut's um, all like, hey, dog, I heard that a bunch of people are dying and these guys all <laughs> suck ass. So um, <laughs> you should be better at smashing their faces in. What? <laughs> so I, my, my own, my own, uh, I, I am, uh, I've become a little more inward, a little darker. Um, I have taken the Oath of Vengeance. So, the Oath of Vengeance basically is a solemn commitment to punish those who have committed a grievous sin. When evil forces slaughter villagers, when... (laughs) No, no, no. You didn't do it on purpose. Uh, uh, So, so basically, it's, it's, I'm going to deliver justice, and I don't much care, like, human law, that's great, but I, that doesn't really concern me anymore. I am delivering the the justice of Bahamut, which is above, you know, man's law. Um, so uh, I can uh, basically now and again, I can either uh, essentially terrify someone. So I hold my, you know, holy symbol up and boogie, boogie, boogie. Yeah, and it will, um, they are 
terrified of me and will basically take disadvantage on any attack or skill or spell roll until I am no longer in line of sight. So they're uh, terrified. Or I can do a Vow of Enmity, which for lack of a better turn, or lack, uh, so when I'm attacking someone, I swear an oath on them, like, that I'm going to put them down, and I gain advantage on that roll when I when I do so. For, for those who played 4th edition, um, basically Andy is going the route of an Avenger as opposed to a straight Paladin. Yes. Which is which is and fine. I, I'm angry. This is this is my first time really out of the you know cloisters of the hall and doing stuff around town, and oh, my yeah. character is pretty angry that things have gotten this bad. Like, oh, random people are just being attacked by things, and, uh, and I'm going to stop the killed. Um, I, I would imagine, and I'm not speaking for your character, but I would imagine the uh, seeing that little girl being punished like that and being tortured like that yeah. it probably did something to your cloistered little brain. So, something snapped. And now I have uh, I have heard, uh, just FYI, out of character for people to know, I'm no longer lawful good because I saw that lawful good allowed this to happen, and so I have drifted off of that path. And... I'm still good, but I'm not lawful good anymore. But Bahamut oh has has given me permission to do this. Yeah, and Andy came to me. He's like, hey, would this be okay? I'm like, well, what would your character do about it? Because if you can justify it into your character, that's that's really all that matters. And then I hit him with a paragraph. Yep. <laughs> I read about half with of it, and I'm like, all right, fine, fine, fine. No. Fine, it's fine. Jeez. So, yeah. Too much text. So I, I am thank, now thank you know, le- leveling up. As I, I can still heal. That is one of the spells I have chosen to be in my casting things, but I that is probably not what my magic is going to be used for in general. No, so probably that, not. You're it will be, be interesting to see avenging. how... <laughs> yes. As I'm avenging. It's like, excuse me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avenge you. Hope that's okay. <laughs> Oh no, my Ew. my teammate died. Time to avenge. You should heal me. I have like a hit point left. Time to avenge. <laughs> no, no, this I can still got heal. run over by a wagon. Avenge. There's, there's two other people that can heal you. But no, and remember, if I'm standing somewhere near you and someone attacks you, I can, I can help you. So I'm not. St- I am going to be more offensive, but I'm going to, you know, use my skills as I should use my skills. Yes. How would your skills affect me? <laughs> That's what, what I'm do you worried. Mean? Quit if setting your, your path friends is on fire you and you won't have to, to be avenged about. upon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, if your path is righteous, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Don't worry about that. Ignore that message I sent you, CJ. Ahem. Oh, God. <laughs> joking, Uh-oh. joking. Uh-oh. I, wait, aren't you sleeping together within the week? Yes. You be, you be careful now. Okay. Just putting that out there. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, so, uh, what spells are you still have the same spells that you had last time? Yeah, I just, I basically can cast one more a day. Okay. 
So, cool. but I do have spells that I never need to prepare. So I have protection from evil and good, which I can cast on someone, and basically I specify a type of thing like uh, elemental or undead, and they get advantages on rolling saving throws and stuff against that type of enemy. Um, I also have. Oh wait, nope. That's the old type. Sorry, I don't have that spell. Ignore that. I can prepare it, but I don't have it offhand. I have Bane, which I can cast at things, and um, if they fail a charisma saving throw, then they they roll a d4, and that subtracts from the attack roll they made. So if they, like, roll a hit, and it's just barely a hit, I can cast this spell, and it will stage down however many they roll. Nice. Uh, And I have Hunter's Mark, and if anyone has played WoW, it's essentially like that. Like, I do, I believe I, I do slightly more damage to it. Um, so I can, you know, make the mark jump from thing to thing. And it yeah. will it will help the party take that particular target down. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a very good archetype. I actually really like that one. It goes um, for, it, like I said, it goes into the Avenger and kind of the Blackguard um, for the yes. older classes um, than the traditional... Mr. Righteous Paladin, but I like it. I like that a lot. Um, uh, whenever I make a Paladin, I tend to roll the strong arm Paladin as opposed to the shield Paladin. Yes. No, I, I went with shield because I, well, originally I was going to go down the path of devotion and that totally fits, but yeah. I'm just, I'll roll with it. Like <laughs> the, Things the, change. Wow. The one thing that I love, um, and I need to look to see if you're ever able to change your favorite enemy or not, um, because I love when players do reactionary things. Hey, we've been play- facing a lot of undead because you were facing a necromancer. Yeah. However, Andy nailed thing. it when the name of the clans you are fighting is Elemental Evil. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're just preying upon people who can't defend themselves, and that ain't happening. Dale, <laughs> since I gave Raul a freebie, change your favorite enemy I... to Elemental. <laughs> okay. I don't want a freebie. Don't don't feel like I'm priming for a freebie, but I'll take it. Um, and, but the... ke- also keep in mind, at 6th level, you choose a second one, too. Exactly. So you can yeah. change it temporarily, or, you know, change it, and then add the one that you had before, and then at level 6, you'll be squared up again. Yeah. And you also get one at tw- at fourteen. Like we're gonna live that long. Yeah. Right. I <laughs> cannot choose elemental. It's not on the list. Oh, it is what's on the list. What's on your list? Oh, is it? it? Uh, in terms of ease, I got Elodin or Elf. Oh no, no, no that's race. Oh, that's race. <laughs> um, favorite enemy is uh, beast. Celestials don't pick Celestials. I'm just letting you know you're gonna have a serious problem with two people in the party if you pick Celestials. <laughs> uh, uh, constructs, dragons, elementals, Fey, uh, which you also probably shouldn't pick. Yeah, yeah, I didn't scroll up enough. Oh, okay, you found it. I found it. I wouldn't pick dragons either. <laughs> I wouldn't pick dragons either. They might be. I won't choose friends. Here are be dragons. Friends, my favorite. My favorite enemy is, friends. is a friend. I can screen share it if you like. It's uh, like you know, the favorite enemy for celestials means you would attack gods, right? Uh, well, I can't choose fire. 
Um, yeah, a- angelic creatures, which, yeah, you'd probably have something of a problem with the well, big angry paladin I mean, and the, the cleric. If a, well, <laughs> in a game dragon. where sometimes right. um, there might be angels who are fallen but not have went to demonhood yet, they, they would still be celestial. Um, right, but... I'm going to say in, in general. In this game, no. This is, uh, I can tell you right yeah. now that is not going to happen in this game. I think there is a chained angel eventually, but I don't even know. I think that guy's completely optional. Um, so it would never behoove you to pick Celestial in this game. That being said, if it were my game, I like using those kind of things. I like saying, hey, here's an angel. You have to fight it. I just did that this weekend with my, gr- with my other group. By the way, I don't get anything additional for changes to elementals. I still get advantage on wisdom, tracking yeah. them, and intelligence to yeah, recall exactly. information. Against Just putting those. that out there. So, uh, against elementals. Is against elementals. Yeah. yeah, that I think that will come up and be handy. Yes. Is what I think. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I was begging for it, but sure, why not? Well, no, I mean, when, when the characters were rolled up, we didn't have a clear indicator, so... I didn't know it's a good indicator. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm not going to lie, I I barely had the book and had not really cracked it when I'm like, hey, let's play this game. So... (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, well. um, So, yeah, that's just a... uh, That's just me being like, hey, uh, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of something because this is not my game. (laughs) Well, and also that, yeah, they're... Like you, you didn't know further exactly. down. Now you have a little more idea of what's going to happen, and the players have more idea of what's going on. I think. Yes. Mm. Um. So uh, I yeah. think that really, um, there's going to be some pretty big surprises uh, coming up on our next game session. Oh. Um, we'll find angels today. Yes, we're fighting <laughs> angels. Um, Bahamut Not has turned angels. against you. Yeah. What do you do? He's like, yo, dog, you didn't have the one elementals. God, the two of the four of us are in trouble. But anyway, that's so okay. is the oh, next game session on the 9th or the 16th? The 17th, which is the Thursday. Uh, or 17th, yeah. Sorry, not the 16th. <laughs> no, all right. So, um, and, and we'll get it. We'll go, uh, we'll go over this a little bit more here. Uh, we won't. Okay, we'll. Okay. We'll go ahead there and wrap else up and get to the other Andes. part of it. Um. Because I don't want to get too far into what we're actually going to be doing in that because I'm going to open my big fat mouth. And there's a big surprise coming that I don't want to reveal on the uh, level three uh, special. Um, so well, next week, I'm going to take over Jazz's next time on here. Um, next week, unless Dale, it's Andy, time. and Jazz want to do a show, Raul and I are not going to be here because we are going to Dragon Con the next day. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to be a Zambi all next week because I'm working yeah, overnight so, on Monday. Unless, so. d- unless Dale and Jazz want to do like a small screen spoiler show or something like that, there's no show next week. It's Labor Day weekend. Y'all can take it off. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. All right, Dale, you just watch all of Mr. Robot and we'll talk about that. Oh, my God, that shit. Okay. I'm okay uh, with this. Oh, dude, yeah, you will be. Trust me. If you said, if you do that, honestly, okay. you will you, you will not be sorry for it. Are you caught up yet, CJ? Fantastic! I have to. I've I will have to watch episode nine and then uh, ten next week mm. when it comes out. Is uh, are we, are we doing... online? Huh? Uh, what? What? If if you have a cable subscription that you can sign into USA.com, you can watch all of the episodes. 
Yes. Oh, yes, I can. do not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'll get with you. Foxfan.com. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh, hey now. Hey now. Yeah. Um, so uh, the week after that, Raul and I are going to do uh, Dragon Con wrap up. Um, so it might end up just be being Ra- me, being me and Raul on, um, unless the other guys want to come. Um, during the weekend, um, I'm going to try and post probably overnight um, um, some stuff that we're going to record. I'm going to try and do at least a Periscope a day while I'm there. Probably on the train ride to Dragon Con um, because it's a 40 minute train ride and um, if I have good enough signal through the entire time we'll do a periscope of uh, on the train to Dragon Con and um, then um, we're going to do big huge what we did what we enjoyed and everything like that uh, on the 9th 10th 9th uh, no 10th Told you ninth was easier. <laughs> That's August. Um, the uh, the tenth. So, yeah, next week's the third, so that's the tenth. Yes, and then on the seventeenth okay. is the next. That's going to be the uh, opening of chapter two of the Manapool. and then we'll go from there. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Who knows? So before I hit the button for what's going on next, remember you can always reach the show at twitter.com slash geekio show, facebook.com slash geekio show, email is geekio show at gmail.com. You can call us, please call us, I'll play it on the air, 727-489-4335, that is 727-489-GEEK. Also remember we record Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern over at geek-io.net slash live, and every, you can listen on all of the things tune in at alphageekradio.com or diamondclub.tv and now for the final time this year I'm gonna hit probably the wrong button push the button Frank that's the wrong the button the summer movie Smackdown update Told you I was going to hit the wrong button. All right, so this is the final summer movie SmackDown update for 2015. Um, first off, we're going to do like we have done in the past, the awards. Now, um, I put a little inclusion on here, um, and I think going forward we're going to do this. Wild cards will not be in the awards. Um because we didn't bid for them, it not really is fully fair one way or the other. So, that being said, coming as no surprise to anybody, highest grossing Jurassic World with $445 million. Is that only in the two weeks? or yes, like only, two weeks. only with our... This is only something that's calculated in art. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And that was Mara, who had that one. And taking, I think he has won this 100% of the time, <laughs> lowest grossing, selfless, selfless, selfless. making $11.5 million. 
barely edging <laughs> out. Um, what was Vacation. that one? Epi- uh, no. Uh, dope. 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 Yeah. Dope. <laughs> the best value, again, coming as no surprise, Jurassic World netting Mara $14.9 million. One movie. One With movie. One movie. <laughs> the worst value, speak of the devil. Ah, dope. So dope. From Jazz. Dope. Making a cool one million dollars. One, one million. million dollars. One million dollar dope should be a movie. Should be a movie. <laughs> yeah, we've had worse. Yeah, we have had worse, and it's been mine. <laughs> Freaking inherent vice. Inherent vice. Wow. Hair advice. Um, and also, epic. Fucking epic. That movie. I forgot about epic. It's a good movie. I've seen it. I enjoy it. But damn, that hurt. (laughs) Nobody saw epic on DVD. Freshest, we have a tie. Uh, The two ladies taking it home. Uh, Inside Out and Mad Max Furry Road making 98%. (laughs) Uh, You you heard what I said, what I heard, right? Yeah, we all heard it. Yes, it's because of what I I said. Uh, And the most rotten, again, I'm pretty sure he's taking this 100% of the time, Dale with Hot Pursuit with 6%. Six. Even less than Fantastic Four. That's pretty impressive. Dope. Oh, and F and and um. Hey, Dope got Dope did well in Rotten Tomatoes. It got like ninety or something like that. What? What? It's the uh. Just Fletcher. Fletcher talks. Oh, okay. Fletcher exploring new sounds. Um. And so that brings us to our final standings for the summer movie SmackDown. Oh, that worked out well. I'm on a Monaguchi picked up when I'm doing this. Mara taking the cup, $29.6 million. Jazz, Jazz, not as far behind as we thought he was going to be, with $29.3 million. I came square in the middle. $2 wild card. Yeah, $2. OP. Uh, third place, myself, with $20.5 million. Fourth place, Dale, with a respectable $20.2 million. And then the three people that got less than Jurassic World brought in Mara. Marlissa <laughs> with 12 point, uh, $12.9 million. But one long. movie beat me. <laughs> Lots of one movies beat you, Raul. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you a wild card either. Bud Long brought in twelve point seven million dollars, and Raul taking the last place, the the epic womp 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 with ten point five million dollars. So I have I to say, during the, the, during the winter and take this whole game. Yeah, Dale. Yes. Considering you got two of the worst categories, I'm pretty impressed <laughs> you still got four. He always does that. Last year, he literally got all of the negative ones in freaking American Sniper. 
Oh, I won okay. by like fifty million dollars too. Yeah, because he paid like ten dollars for American Sniper and it made three hundred oh, wow. million. Dollars. Everyone laughed at me. Everyone he, was like, was he literally American? with that one movie. We had to add up the rest of us to get to his amount. <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah, he made like thirty million dollars on one movie. Uh, That's value, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're going to be back in probably early October to do the winter, um, which, of course, has the giant juggernaut known as Star Wars in it. Um, but thankfully, unlike Night Attack, in our game, we don't really need to worry about it because uh, considering I've restricted the rules so much that it really is... It's not going to be any worse than American Sniper or Jurassic World. <laughs> no. It should, be about, yeah. it should be about the same. Depending on how many Just make sure somebody, somebody buys it for like 60 plus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. If, you can, if you can just keep jacking off the price to 70 or something, yeah, you'll be fine. Cause and not $8 like American Sniper. We didn't do our research on that one. We didn't do our research on American Sniper. And wins you the, the draft. Is that if it makes two billion dollars opening week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and I w- also remember that's not the only huge movie opening up this winter. Uh, there's actually quite a bit yeah. of stuff opening up. There's that uh, that Hunger Games finale. Yeah, that, that I think that's kind of a big deal. Hunger Games. Um, just an idea of some that's of the things that we could that's be opening, uh, that we could be betting on. Um, depending on when we start it, we could be doing can against Alvin Steve and the Jobs. Chipmunks four. Alvin and the Chipmunks 4. Um, <laughs> Wait, there was an Alvin and Chipmunks Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> oh, Gem and the Holograms. Gem and the Holograms. So terrible. That's mine. I've the the Peanuts it. movie. A James Bond movie is coming out in November. Oh. Oh. So sick of James Bond. So good, Like, the though. last movies are fine if they're not James Bond movies. Like, it's a spy movie. That's great. That would be fantastic. But it's not a good... They haven't been good James Bond movies. I've enjoyed them. The last them. one I've I actually got a lot. bored at. Um, though, you're uh, kind of right. Man, I, I watched Man from Uncle recently, and that movie, like, captures 80s Bond and just makes it so... Like, it reminds you of... So, like, what you loved about the 80s Bond from the campiness to of it to the actual spy in it. Um, you have um, you have The Superman? Good Dinosaur, a Pixar movie coming out again. Um, Victor Frankenstein with uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it. Oh, <laughs> hey, um, we've already done one Frankenstein movie. That didn't do so well. Hey, let's yeah. do another one. That'll be good. <laughs> Wait, I there's think a horror movie coming out during winter called Krampus. Yes, yes I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> not that it's not going to make anybody, but I, I love the story of Krampus. <laughs> so great. And Christmas time, perfect time. time. Well, yeah. it's no, perfect it's anti Santa Claus. He takes the little children who have been bad and either punishes them or if they've been really bad, and kills stuff. them. Well, yeah. We had Unbroken open at Christmas time last year, so there's that. Yeah, um, yeah. there's another no, Tarantino really movie coming at Christmas. Hateful uh, Eight. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it. Well, well, that might be Thanksgiving. 
No, no it's, it's limited. limited on Christmas. Kind of like how Django opened oh, okay. up on Christmas on oh. a limited release. The official one came out in January. Uh, you have the Snowden movie. You have the Point Blank remake. Or Point Break. The Goosebumps. Goosebumps. The Goosebumps movie. That movie oh, looks Peter so Pan. weird. Have you guys Peter seen the movie? Have you seen the uh, yeah, previews for Goosebumps? Yeah, it looks weird. Yes. It's so weird. But the thing is, is like it, it started off. I'm such a Night Attack nerd. It started off and. Jack Black goes, I'm R.L. Stein, and in the middle of the theater, I go, I live alone! <laughs> I smoke a lot of weed! I smoke poorly <laughs> rolled <roll, laughs> blunts while poorly sitting in my sp- hot tub. <laughs> but Rachel With a telescope, looks, you know so I can watch Rachel looks children. at me when I go, and he goes, I'm R.L. Stein, and I go, I live alone! And Rachel kind of looks at me, <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> force of habit. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if someone hasn't already photoshopped in a jury as R. 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 Stein. It in would that movie not surprise me. The trailer, <laughs> Peanuts movie. Oh my god! Really? Okay. All right. So that's yeah. kind of a. It's kind of just a sneak peek of what we're going to do with that. That's not including 2016's movies, uh, because remember, the yeah, that's winter, just the winter goes into 2016. Um, just kind of looking over it, uh, a movie called Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> that sounds that sounds Classic. like I'm not going to ever see. It sounds Kung, like it's going to be the Kung most Fu rock Panda movie. Three. The, yeah, just Kung, Kung Fu Panda, Panda 700 three. coming out. Yeah, that's uh, exciting. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, Are they making a sequel to um, White House Down? Or Olympus has fallen. London has fallen. I don't know if that's supposed to be a. Uh, London has fallen. I'm guessing so. Um, it's Friday got Gerard Butler in it. February 12th. Oh, there you go. Deadpool yeah. On the 12th of February. Um, right in time for uh, Valentine's Day, I guess. What? <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, and also, really for some unknown reason, Zoolander 2. Um, I think it'll be fun. It'll be totally nostalgia trip. Ben Hur. It sounds uh, like we're gonna have a lot of expensive movies. Making a sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, London Has Fallen. London Has Fallen. Um, I thought that was just a coincidence, but no, it actually is. We might Kung Fu Panda three. We might go into April on this one. We try not to. Nut job Um, two. Nutjob too. I mentioned that. Uh, uh, Nutjob was cute. I mean, it wasn't like a. I didn't go see it in the theater, but when it was on free on Netflix, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it with my daughter. It was. Uh, it was all right. Superman in the end of March. Yeah, that's a, that's gonna be another one that we have to take into consideration. Um, oh, I thought that was. Yeah, we might go. We might Deadpool. go to the end of March. Deadpool yeah. in February. Yeah, Jazz is just now catching up. Um, there's a Sorry. <laughs> yeah. movie coming out. I got distracted. It's a habit. So how about that Star Wars movie? Is that coming out at any point? No, I'm just kidding. Um, we might not go into April because I was looking at it. Uh, there's not a lot opening up in April according to uh, yeah. FirstShowing.net, uh, Jungle Book, live-action Jungle, Jungle Book. Um, you want to just finish with Batman v Superman? Yeah, I think Batman yeah. v Superman is going to be our big one because then in summer we have to pretty much start up in May because May 6th, this Civil War. So Civil oh, yeah. War. Angry we always Birds? start with a Marvel movie. It's what? The Avengers 2.5. Why is Angry Birds Avengers. a thing? 
Angry Birds the movie? You didn't realize I'm making an Angry no, Birds movie? I did not know that. Oh. Why are we getting Angry Birds the movie? <laughs> because we had Angry Birds the comic book, because that was fun. For about Next five summer's seconds. gonna be an interesting one. Um if nothing gets yeah. pushed back. Captain America, Friday the thirteenth. Um Neighbors two, really? X Men Apocalypse. Yep. Um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, which I like the first Aww. one. <laughs> I did too. I did too. And Finding Bebop and Rocksteady is supposed summer. to be in the second one. Yeah, Rocksteady and Bebop. Warcraft. And uh and Arrow. Steve Armel uh, Amel is in it as freaking uh Casey Jones. Oh no. Yeah. Independence Day Resurgence? Yep. What? Star Trek what? Beyond yes, the next summer. Cool. Ghostbusters. Ice Age, the yeah. 700th. World of Warcraft. Wow. Wow. See, how many? Thing. Um, Untold oh, Next that's Born coming out. That's coming out the Star week Trek Beyond. before Finding Dory. Ouch. Finding Dory. Ooh. Well, I mean... Hey man, I think it was through 2017. Disney's releasing 20 movies. <laughs> yes, yeah, or it's true. like 18 or something. It's ridiculous Wait. because they own so many studios now that there's a, because they uh, own. Hold on, breaking news: Star Wars. There's a movie coming out on August 12, 2016, alongside Pete's Dragon. Yes, that Pete's Dragon called <laughs> Sausage Party. <laughs> it's an animated movie. <laughs> I don't even know what is happening here. Paul Rudd and um, Danny McBride. Is that Paul DreamWorks freaking that Rudd is in this movie. <laughs> sausage <Which> party. Sausage? <laughs> in sausage party. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Seth Rogen. Evan oh, okay. it's a Seth Rogen movie. It's an R-rated comedy. Uh, um, so well, yeah, there's going to be all sorts of dick jokes in this one. Um, Jonah Hill, Kristen Wiig, Salma Hayek, Ed Norton, Michael Cera, um, Bill Hader, James Franco, Craig Robinson, Paul Rudd. Should Rogan, I really Ed put Rudd. Sausage Party into Google? Yeah, it's Steve Search. Really. Make sure Steve Search is on. Yeah, it's an animated movie. So uh, there's that. Overrated huh. animated movie. Names, sausage. And there's a salt shaker with a cowboy hat on. Now I'm I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. We're only getting two Marvel movies next year. No, um, three. My bad. Civil War, X Men, and um, Doctor Strange. You know, Doctor Strange. If you're going for just I'm playing really out Marvel part. movies, you're getting the normal two. You're getting Doctor Strange and Captain America. If you're going for all of them, Deadpool, X Men Apocalypse. Uh, Gambit. Um, Gambit? Yep, in, in October with uh, Channing Tatum, and I'm okay with this um, as long as... Okay. Um, yeah, you got some good movies coming out in 2016. I didn't realize all these movies were coming out next year. but Underworld 5. Underworld wow. 5. So that's what uh, they're expecting. It's the first animated out. movie. Sorry, go on. Um... Yeah, so, uh, hey, hey uh, Jazz, what's been going hey. on over at the Geek.io Network? All over at the Geek.io Network, the generic live show hovers over the sidelines like a tiny baby fish vampire thing. 
Yay! I made him read it. (laughs) (laughs) How does Super Mario Brothers stack? How does it stack? Maybe you should listen to how it stacks, because... I think they stack. It's uh, a classic JD rage in that mo- in that show. So there's Roar! that. Oh, nice. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, Life of an accounting droid discusses materiality. Oh, also, please remember to please remember to visit our Patreon site over at Patreon.com/slash/geekio to help us out with a small monthly donation to help fund our sausage party. If we if you think we're worth five dollars. All of our content will give you your site, cause whatever a shout out at the top of the show. If you think we're worth ten dollars or more, we'll give your sausage party a plug on the show. Sure, <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing. It's a thing. It's the internet. Wait, it's going to be an R-rated animated show or animated yes, movie taking place in a grocery store, according to the IMDb. Oh my god. <laughs> And we thought Pixels was bad, guys. With a, salt, <laughs> with a salt shaker that has a cowboy hat on. However, continue. continue. Yeah, and if you want to hear us on Stitcher Radio, search for Geek.io to to help us out if you do, as well as iTunes. Be sure to leave us an honest review, and we'll gladly read it on the show. Alrighty. Show title, Candidate Time. The Geek.io Show, episode 119, Manipul 6. You can now take care of your podcast. You're going to get fired. A giant tar- tube, right? Giant tube of novelty D4. There you go. <laughs> Bob, what were you reading? <laughs> I'm distracted by Sausage Party. Constitutional bonus. Thunder next to your face. Ne- what the hell? TM, it's still a magic. Welcome to Cavelands. Then I hit him with a paragraph. Here's an angel, you have to fight it. And CJ rediscovers BGM. No, I listen to that every time he puts out a new show. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you, you, redis- you rediscover it every single time. Yes. Amazing. Um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are in our in our preliminary. We are at a tie. <laughs> yeah, it's up to uh, Raul. It's up to Raul. I don't know. This is great thinking music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one will I pick? <laughs> 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 Yay! Yay. Okay, Boom. The constitutional bonus is our title. Alright, folks, on that note, um, and on the trumpets of Andrew Allen's Live from the Cantina, now on sale. This has been Geek.io. We wish you a farewell. And I'm not at all stalling until I get to the correct page. I wish you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) And a Happy New Year. And see you in two weeks. Or see you at Dragon Con. If you see it as Dragon Con, come say hi. Seriously. Come hang out. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.
This has been a Geek I.O. production. Copyright 2015. Geek I.O. <laughs> Geek and Geek I.O. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.